0: I know you've heard it all before, the nine types of intelligence, the seven habits of highly successful people, the four main profile archetypes. We all love a list, it seems. There's no doubt, of course, that there are several ways in which you can help create, nurture and develop a learning culture. But as with any list of suggestions or, for that matter, any coaching model, there's one single key. Knowing what to do is not enough. Most grown-ups, you and me for example, in most situations, we know what to do. We know how to get fit, lose weight, to be a better listener or learn a musical instrument. No, it's rarely not knowing what to do that's the challenge. It's doing what we know. Taking action and applying wisdom that is rarely rocket science to achieve a success in our lives that can truly be rocket fuel. And so here, in creating a learning culture, none of these top four science-based priorities, as suggested by the Harvard Business Review, are going to surprise you. But apply them, and you will get surprising results. Firstly, reward continuous learning. It's impossible to trigger deliberate changes in your team's or organization's culture unless you actually put in place formal reward systems to entice them. And even then... There's no guarantee you'll achieve change unless the rewards are effective. Sadly, even when managers understand the importance of learning, at least in theory, they are often more interested in boosting short-term results and performance, which can be the enemy of learning. Secondly, give meaningful and constructive feedback. In an age where many organisations focus their developmental interventions on strengths and feel-good approaches to management have substituted flaws and weaknesses with the popular euphemism of opportunities, it's easy to forget the value of negative feedback. However, it's hard to improve on anything when you are unaware of your own limitations or you're fully satisfied with your potential or unjustifiably pleased with yourself. Thirdly, lead by example. Another critical driver of employee learning is what you, as a manager or leader, actually do. Unsurprisingly, leaders' behaviour, particularly what they routinely do, have a strong influence on the behaviour and performance of their teams. And the more senior that leader is, the more impactful their behaviours are on the rest of the organisation. Accordingly, if you want to nurture your team's curiosity or unlock learning in your organization, you should practice what you preach. Start by displaying some of the learning and unlocking your own curiosity. And lastly, be intentional about hiring curious people. Too often, with big management problems, we focus on training and development while undermining the importance of proper selection. But the reality is, that it's easier to prevent and predict than to fix and change. In summary, if you want to nurture curiosity and learning in your employees, there's no need to rely on your organization's formal learning and development programs reinforcing positive learning behaviours, giving constructive and critical feedback to align employees' efforts with the right learning goals, showcasing your own curiosity and hiring people with high learnability and a hungry mind are all likely to create a stronger learning culture within your team and your organisation. So, now you know. And what are you going to do? Thanks for listening. Thank you for taking the time to listen to one of our Ripple Effect podcasts. If you'd like more information about how Open Water helps people and businesses all over the planet to be more connected more easily, then dive into our website at www.open-water.com.